Star Wars Crusade of the Rebellion by Joe Harrison Based on characters and situations created by George Lucas Episode 2 Prison Break time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. But not all challenges were between the two factions. Sometimes the greatest threats were those that came from within. A shadow of conspiracy has been hung over the galaxy, pointedly by the battle-hardened war veteran Grand Moff Tavel who, like many other men before him, is conspiring with a group of followers to overthrow the Emperor and establish the true Empire, a new order that will no longer rely on the dark powers of the Sith, but in fact, seemingly cleanse itself of all Force influences. In order for the true Empire to be born, Tavel plans to use his three suicide destroyers, and perhaps something more, to command authority over the planet Coruscant, while he subsequently has Emperor Palpatine assassinated. But these aren't the only conspiracies going on in the galaxy. The Rebel Alliance is in the midst of preparing a major operation against Governor Tavel. However, a new problem has diverted their attention. The rescue of a Rebel officer from a high-security Imperial prison. An officer who has just been scheduled for termination. Before time runs out, Mon Mothma has acquired the aid of two of the Alliance's best cloak and dagger agents, Jan Ors and Kyle Katarn, who will travel to the planet of Premta IV in an attempt to rescue the doomed prisoner, Colonel Dalvin Ledock. Your account number's been confirmed. Proceed to docking port 87. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Control out. Late hours getting to you, sir. <sighs> You could say that. I'll tell you one thing, Tanley. I didn't sign up with the Empire to be placed on a backwater planet behind a comm link all day. Yeah, well, neither did I. But you gotta admit, there's a certain attraction to the idea of being paid just for sitting back in a chair and talking all day. Yeah, maybe to you, kid. I'd much rather be out there greasing some revs. Yeah, well, hey, speaking of which... Did you hear that rebel colonel in G-Section is going before the firing squad tomorrow? Yeah, from what I heard, he was acting as a rebel missionary out in the Outer Rim, trying to corrupt people's minds against the Empire. <laughs> rebel missionary. <sighs> well, he must be someone important indeed. He's gonna be executed. That's a stupid idea, if you ask me. No matter how important a figure he is in the rebellion, the more important he is, the higher the chance the Rebs are gonna spring some sort of rescue mission. And you think they would succeed? Did I say that, kid? No, sir. It, it just sounded Look, like... kid, the, the Rebels are a formidable opponent, but we could take them out any day of the week. My problem with the idea of a rescue raid is that it means more war expenses for repairing what they've damaged, and that means I go home with a lighter wallet. Uh, I see, sir. And stop calling me sir. 
It makes me feel old. Sorry, uh, Briggs. Now, don't get me wrong, though. <laughs> Any chance for me to grease some rebels high on it like a monster at a meat market? And that's another thing I don't understand. I was a valuable asset in the naval forces. I can sense a rebel a mile away. I can see it in their face. I can hear it in their voice. Oh. Ooh, maybe this is a red calling right now. Mm, cute. Incoming vessel, we have you on our screens. Identify yourself, your cargo, and your destination. Blah, 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 blah. You know the drill. What? I I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, repeat. Identify yourself, your cargo, and your destination. I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. Must be disturbance caused by these blasted Tigrephon herbs. This is the bandit's dagger. We're on route for the fool's market. Bender Brody ordered this cargo about a week ago, and, uh, we're a little behind. Oh, blasted spice dealers. Very well. Head on over to Docking Base 17, and don't make any changes to the coordinates. I'm watching you, and if you make even one questionable course correction, I'll have a squad of ties on you like Scratonian gunflies on a fresh pile I read you, Control. Bandit's dagger out. <laughs> And once again, it seems the names Mon Mothma gave us were good enough. You mean you had doubts about information Mothma gave us? Cut it out, Kyle. Alright, so, which plans were we going with again? Mine or yours? Mine, of course. Of course. So, we touch down in Docking Bay 17. Get that Tegref on Spice out of here. I'm sure the guard who's on duty in the Docking Bay will be pleased to receive his own box of Spice. He's out. I'll take his uniform while you slip outside. You see, gentlemen, this is where it all begins. Come, look down through these overlook windows and view the doom of the Emperor and the birth of the true Empire. Amazing. Truly amazing. Indeed they are, Admiral. Much more powerful than the original concept. Much more devastating. The explosive radius of these new models will go beyond the restrictions of a small moon. With these new destroyers, I could easily destroy a planet as large as Imperial Center. And yes, I will if I have to. All those people. What was that, Captain Vilma? What did you say? I guess I'm... I'm just a little disturbed that you would be so careless to take all those lives just to destroy the Emperor. It will be no different than when the Emperor used the Death Star. <laughs> but the Death Star was constructed in order to frighten. It was never intended to destroy... Is that really what you believe? Explain that to the dead inhabitants of the asteroid clouds that were once Despair and Alderaan. The Emperor is bent on the destruction of those who will not accept his law. He will do away with any planet that does not succumb in the blink of an eye. Besides, this is a war, Captain. The loss of life is inevitable. When are these destroyers scheduled to be done? 
I have made it abundantly clear to the construction personnel that they will be finished in three weeks' time. Magnificent. <clears throat> um, sir. Yes, Commander, what is it? Sir, I just spoke with Deckmaster Farley. And? And, sir, he said he doesn't believe they'll be able to finish in that little amount of time. What? In fact, Governor, he said he thinks it will be closer to one or two months before the project is completed. Did he now? Well, I shall just have to have a word with him later on. He is most likely just mistaken. Come, gentlemen, let's return to the conference room. There is much to be planned out. Oh, and Commander Hawk? Governor? Tell Deckmaster Farley to meet me in my quarters at 1600 hours. It will be done, sir. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Farley. Please, come in. Have a seat. So, how goes construction on my three destroyers, Mr. Farley? Uh, please, sir. Just call me Farley. Very well. Um, it, it's hard to say at this point, Governor, sir. Please, call me Lord Table. Ah, uh, yes, um, uh, Lord Table. Why is it hard to say at this point, Farley? Well, you see, uh, Lord Table, my men are getting tired, my lord. We've been working day in, day out for several weeks now, with little time to rest. I have already lost two men to exhaustion. But do I not provide you with food and drink, Farley? Yes, sir. And we are grateful, sir. But we need more time to rest. This lack of rest is a killer on us, sir. Killer, Farley? Killer? It is just hard for me to understand. I have given you and your men a great deal of freedom, and yet you tell me it's not enough. If I were to give you any more freedom, construction would not be completed on schedule. Um, about that, sir? I don't... I don't think we're going to make the deadline, sir. It's just impossible. I just don't see how it can possibly be done in less than two months, sir. So, not only are you telling me that I have not provided you with enough freedom, but now you are saying that, either way, the project will not be completed on schedule. My dear Mr. Farley, you don't seem to understand. These three destroyers must be completed on schedule. Otherwise, my vision of a true empire will never come to be. Now, you don't want that to happen, do you, Farley? Uh, no, sir, Good. but I... Then we had better work harder and faster then, shouldn't we? But, sir, what I'm trying to tell you is that it can't be done. We need more rest. It will kill us if we continue like this. 
<laughs> I see. Very well then, let me walk with you to the construction zone so that I can announce to everyone the good news. You, you mean it, sir? You're really going to give us more time to rest? Of course. If my men need rest in order to work better, they shall have it. What do you take me for, Farley? A beast? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, I don't. Come. Let's go. Come with me up this catwalk. You can be in direct attention there. And there's a loudspeaker system up there. If you press that button there, it will ring the announcement alarm. Hello and good evening, my fine workers. I have an announcement to make to you all. But first, may I say that you are all working splendidly. And I know that if you all work as best as you can, we may yet have this grand project finished on schedule. Now, my friends, Mr. Farley, your deckmaster here, has brought it to my attention that these past several weeks have taken a terrible toll on you. I can see now that you are all weary and tired. Mr. Farley has proposed that I allow more resting time, and I understand why. So, without further ado, I award Mr. Farley here with some resting time. Whoa! <laughs> If I have not made it clear with this example, the only rest you will receive is by dying. But let me tell you that there are far worse things than death. If I ever see an act of insubordination like this again, I will slaughter your families, your friends, all of your loved ones, one by one. So you had better hope that construction is complete in less than three weeks. Now, finish my ships, you sons of Wookiee whores! Outside, easily dispatched. Although, I think the thing I really need to worry about is that patrol. Jan, where are you? I was about to ask you that. I'm where I'm supposed to be, on the roof of the main prison complex. And you? I'm about 70 meters from the main entrance, behind some hedges. I see you. Well, I don't have much of a view from up here. What do you see? There are four stormtroopers guarding the entrance. Easy. I'm sure, but I'm not sure what I can actually do to them 
without catching the attention of that patrol of stormies that's circling the main complex. What patrol? Oh, I see them. There's about 15. Two at the front and two at the back are armed with E-11s. The rest have DLT-19. Any ideas? Well... I'll think of something. Well, that doesn't exactly give me much to go on, Jan. Just... just go ahead as planned. You'll know when to move. Well, I never had any reason to doubt you before, so... I wish I could say the same about you. <laughs> nice. Like you said before, Kyle, you've never had any reason to doubt her. <laughs> oh, the things I do for... for... What am I doing this for? <laughs> A few weeks ago, I would have been on the other side of these binocs, patrolling that building. Uh, Kyle, get a grip. You're doing this. You're doing this for your father. Dad, if you're watching me, help me never to forget that. I must be out of my mind. Next thing you know, I'll be talking to myself. Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you doing there? What? Oh. Frank, come on. What are you doing here? This is a restricted area. Uh, yeah, I know. I just dropped my data pad in this bush. <laughs> I was on my way into the prison. Excuse me, but the only way you can get in there is if you have a prison visa. Do you have one? I, uh, sure, yeah, I do. Hold on, uh, it's in my back. You ought to be more careful around here. You looked awfully suspicious in that bush. You're lucky I didn't blast you first and ask questions later. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Well? Where is your visa? Here you go. What? This is a banding permit, not a... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but uh, that's all I have. Wait a second. Jan. Jan, are you there? Yeah, what's wrong? I'm a little busy trying to figure out what to do. Put a hold on that, Jan. I've got a plan. If this works out... The only thing you're going to have to do is help me get out of the prison. Whatever you say, Flyboy. I'm gonna be keeping an eye on you, though. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Guitar now. Ugh. I guess I'm playing musical uniforms today. Alright, Commander. Let's just hope you and I share the same build. Or this is going to look really scary. Troopers! Oh, I mean, uh... <clears throat> Troopers, I hope I am correct in assuming you are prepared. Excuse me, sir? Prepared for what? Did you not receive the communique from the General, stating that all troopers were to prepare for a possible prison break? Prison break? I'm sorry. Sir, we haven't received anything about this. By the four moons! All troopers are to replace their E-11s with DLT-19s immediately! Sorry, Commander. We heard nothing about this. Well, now you have. Now get over to the nearest outpost and get yourself some better firearms. But, sir, we can't leave this door unattended. What do I look like, Lieutenant? A rebel? I will stand guard and call a couple of the patrolling troopers over here. Now move it! Yes, sir. Come on, Lieutenant.
By Sulin. Was I that stupid when I was a Stormy? <laughs> anyway, alright, let's see. This uniform ought to have a passkey on it somewhere. Ah, here we go. Now let's just slip this in the slot and... There we go. Jan, I'm in. Good work, Kyle. Pretty nice maneuver. And dangerous. I was counting on those troopers being dumb, but... I didn't realize they would be that dumb. That was rule number two at the Academy. Always check with headquarters when you are made aware of new information. Are you really surprised that they didn't follow procedure? No, but I at least expected more questions. So what's going on? What's your position? I'm making my way down the staircase leading into the processing room. It's really dark in here. Uh, there are red lights on the ceiling, but they're really dim. I hear voices up ahead. It sounds like more stormtroopers. Alright, I've made it to the bottom of the stairs. There's a short hall leading to the door into the processing room. Please be careful, Kyle. You wouldn't want things to get boring for me without you, would you? <laughs> it certainly isn't boring when we're together, is it? Alright, I'm at the door. I can hear the voices a lot clearer now. Let's see, the door is metal and has hinges. I remember hearing that the prison facility here was built utilizing pre-existing old buildings. Looks like they haven't quite updated everything yet. Hmm, it looks like it swings outwards, towards me. So if I can open it just a little... Yep, they're stormtroopers, alright. Uh, they're sitting around a table talking. Hold on, I got another idea. Where's that officer's comlink? Ah, here we go. Yes, General. I will have guards out front at once. I'm not sure where they went, sir, but I will replace them. Yes, sir. You, you, and you. Get out front and guard the door at once. Apparently, the two original guards have left their posts. And I can tell you, the general is not happy. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Oh, what a day. I have never seen so many irresponsible officers in my entire life. Hey, at least you're getting some kind of action. We've been stuck here all day doing nothing. Yeah, I'm getting tired of this. Day in and day out, nothing but screams and shouts echoing down the halls. Drive a man crazy, I tell you. Well, I'm sure he'll get some action soon. What do you mean? That new rebel prisoner they're holding here. Oh, you mean the, the, the one that's scheduled for termination tomorrow? You can bet your stocks that the Rebs are going to try and break him out of here. I wish, but that wouldn't happen. Security is so tight they'd never get past. Well, not unless one of them stole a uniform, I guess. Right. Well, you did move the prisoner to a different cell, correct? Different cell? No, he's, he's still in cell 2311, G-section. What's this about a different cell? 2311, G-section. <clears throat> uh, um, standard procedure with important prisoners. 
You're supposed to move them to a different cell every two hours. Makes it harder for the Rebs to break him out. If they ever do find out the cell number, it would be virtually useless because by the time they started breaking in, this prisoner would already be in a different cell. Hmm. Interesting. No, I never heard anything about that. I guess we ought to move him then. I'll do it. Uh, no, I have to do it. Thanks anyway, but procedure, you know. Ah, uh, yes, of course. However, the lieutenant here and I should give you a hand. I heard some stories about this guy. Something about how he once took out three troopers armed only with a knife. <laughs> well, he ain't got no knife. Although, Corporal, the Trandoshan... Well, I guess it would be safer. All right, let's get going. Shouldn't there be more guards patrolling in here? Oh, there are. They're just out patrolling around the building right now. They'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> they say it's procedure, but we really know it's just an excuse to get away from the smell. 2301. These plastic can't filter that stench out. 2302. Uh, 2308. 09. 10. Ah, here we go. 2311. Ah, I see you got him in a high security room. Blaster-proof Durasteel and blaster-proof Transparasteel. Very nice. Of course. <laughs> we can't take any chances, you know. Of course. All right. Let me just slip in this key. Warning. You are unlocking a high-security door. Advise caution. Prisoner may be dangerous. Suggest heavy firearms before proceeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back in an hour. I, I didn't get any sleep last night. Come on, you old womp rat. Get up. We're moving you to a different cell. Why? I've really grown to like this place. I've especially enjoyed my rather growing bond with that Trandoshan carcass in the corner. He doesn't talk much, though. Maybe that's why we get along so well. All right, Joker. Move it. All right. All right. Bye. Uh, hold on. Lieutenant? Corporal? There are just two problems. What? What's wrong? What problems? The two of you. <laughs> what's going on? What is this? Look out! Come! I'll get him. <laughs> Good arm. I had practice. Uh, I, I, I hope that I'm correct in my assumption that you are with the Alliance and not just some crazy person who sneaked in here to personally kill me, right? The name's Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Katarn. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard of you. Yeah, and it's all true. Now, come on, Colonel. We don't have much time. All right, Kyle Katarn. Lead the way. As Kyle Katarn and Colonel Ledock race through the prison, they realize their victory and accomplishment will be short-lived. 
Outside, three stormtroopers guard the entrance, and another team of troopers patrol around the building, preparing to re-enter and take their posts inside the prison. Star Wars Crusade of the Rebellion, Episode 2, by Joe Harrison, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Christina Arisa as Jan Ors, Ashton Howard as Kyle Katarn, Jesse Lowther as Grand Moff Tavel, Kevin Trainer as Commander Hawk, James Leeper as Captain Vilmer, David J.G. Doyle as Admiral Karn, River Kanoff as General Crail, Bruce Pilkington as Briggs and Imperial Officer, Colin Bentley as Tanley, Rick R. Miller as Farley, Dane Sparell as Stormtrooper 1, Jim Perry as Stormtrooper 2, with Jalen K. Castle as Stormtrooper 4, and Joe Harrison as Colonel Ledock and all additional voices. This is River Kanoff. Star Wars Crusade of the Rebellion was distributed by Lion's Mouth Entertainment and directed by Joe Harrison. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Music by John Williams. Story and sound engineering by Joe Harrison. Mixing and post-production were realized in Adobe Audition and Audacity. Special thanks to Brian Daly. Tom Vaguely, Nathan P. Butler, Star Wars Fanworks, and the Galactic Senate. And a very special thanks to George Lucas for providing us with a galaxy full of endless possibilities. Star Wars Crusade of the Rebellion will continue in Episode 3, coming soon to lionsmouthent.net. This production was produced for and by the fans. All materials, including music, names, and sound effects, are copyright to their original creators. No infringing claims are intended. Lion's Mouth Entertainment is a non-profit company and is not affiliated with or endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or the Walt Disney Company. Story copyright 2007 to 2014 by Joe Harrison. Visit us online at www.lionsmouthent.net.